Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles, episode 160, I think. 10 past 11, Friday the 9th of March. Hope you're doing really, really well. Last couple of days have sort of disappeared in a um, blink of an eye. Um, yesterday, I mentioned I mentioned on Wednesday that I was going to go and do some CPD yesterday. And um, as expected, the journey was took two hours going and one hour coming back because uh, I was traveling through the rush hour but um, it was good it was a practice I've been to before and basically they cram as many of the people that want to attend into this pretty small room um, you know which is a room that they use in the day for clinical stuff um, so it's always a bit of a kind of intimate experience um, only the second time I've been I basically just go and do it for free um, I like teaching, I like talking to people, and they seem enthusiastic about asking me to come and do it, so all good. Um, They wanted me to come and talk to them about the sort of general approach to an emergency patient because they tend to get all panicked when emergency patients arrive. And to be honest, I've talked before about the fact that, you know, if you think about it, um, veterinary practices, most veterinary practices deal with emergencies because they can happen in the day, they don't just happen at nights and weekends, so even people that don't cover their own out-of-hours work might still see emergencies in the day. Um, And, you know, the bottom line is, general practice, you have to do so many different types of things. How can you reasonably expect general practice staff to be very good at emergency work? you know, it takes some learning, it takes some experience, it takes understanding the approach, all those kinds of things. So things are improving because emergency education um, has definitely been increasing over the last, well, uh, at least 10 years, if not longer. Um, I mean, I first went out into practice to do emergency work after my internship, and that was in about 2003, I think. Um, Things were just starting to bubble under then in terms of people appreciating that there might be more to emergency medicine than we ever actually got taught or did. But the bottom line is, you know, being completely honest about it, there are still a lot of people that do not practice very good emergency medicine at all. And I've said before on these podcasts, I think I'm very um, transparent and honest and candid and have these conversations with people because I think if you pitch it in the right way and people are clear that your intent is not to criticize them but to try and help them the people tend to take it completely fine and I never have any problems and we have great sessions um, but I also don't you know sugarcoat things and like you know you, we just have to have an honest candid conversation in order to help people improve so we tend to have that kind of conversation and last night was all about the approach to the emergency patient and um, you know it's not it wasn't scripted and I certainly weren't um doing any slides or anything like that it was basically just a chat you know um and yeah it was good I mean I I kind of left after a couple of hours um but the last 30 minutes were because people kept up kept wanting to ask questions and so I was happy to stick around and answer them for sure but um yeah so it's all good really I think one of the things though um I was thinking about as I have become much more aware about culture um workplace culture I you know it becomes more 
apparent to you I suppose the more you look for it and so there were some things last night where you know I'd asked questions and people responded about things that reflected the culture in their practice and you know the bottom line is um, that those situations and those scenarios with the culture in the practice meant that the best care was not being provided for the patients because of situations between individuals and so on um, people not feeling comfortable to you know express themselves and be honest with other people um, holding each other accountable for example you know so stuff like this so it was very clear that there was a certain type of culture so you know it seems like a great place um, I only go there once every few months for an hour or two so what do I really know about the culture there? But um, just based on questions I was asking. And, you know, you will know by listening to these episodes that I'm very focused and obsessively so about what I envisage for the culture at the Ralph. And the bottom line is, you know, our, our whole mission and vision of the Ralph is to care for the patients and care for the people. And that's sort of the point, really. Um... When, you, when it comes down to it, having this intense focus and preoccupation with delivering the culture you're trying to deliver, yes, it has also been proven to be good for business and it's good, makes good commercial sense. But, um, you know, really it's just saying, to me, that seems how one takes best care of the patients and best care of the people. And it's really quite as simple as that, really, you know. Um, and so when you see these situations where there are things going on that I um, am as adamant as I can be will not be happening at the Ralph. Um, those kinds of things just, yeah, you know, we will do our very best to make sure that there is none of that. Um, so, yeah, so that was kind of interesting, really, and I think it sort of helps me to understand my own development around the whole issue of, um, of culture, um, which hopefully is continuing to improve and this kind of emotional intelligence and reading situations between people and, and all that sort of stuff as well. So yeah, that was yesterday um, evening, afternoon, evening. And then today has been um, a kind of weird day, really, because um, I ended up doing most of the stuff that I would normally do on a Saturday today, because tomorrow Leila and I are going to uh, an event. Um, I've mentioned before about how, you know, I've really believe that financial literacy and being aware of what's going on in the world and educating yourself around other things um, is very, very important. And, you know, so despite having everything else going on at the moment, um, once in a while we'll take some time out to do some of that. And so tomorrow we're going to an event that essentially is all about uh, financial type of stuff and currency and investing and things like that. Um, it's all just educational, really. You know, I think it'll be one of those days we'll come away and we'll have picked up some really good things that are going to help us to plot our own path in the future. Um, but so it meant that basically I ended up doing a lot of the stuff, the social media and things today that um, I would normally do on a Saturday, as well, of course, as uh, various other things. Um, and, yeah, I think, you know, the next two weeks are going to be big in the sense that... Um, we will complete the lease next week, I think, on the premises. We will probably stop invest raising investment 
by the end of the month maybe i think um a lot of the plans that we've been working on operational marketing culture um will be finalized sort of next week budget discussions in the next two three weeks um so lots of things coming in the second half of march um you know so it's uh, it's all good and of course the old recruitment stuff is still continuing <laughs> at um at uh, pace as best as pace as i can do um people aren't always uh, very efficient in responding so we'll see i, I think it's fair to say that it's slow <laughs> slow progress but um yeah we'll get there sorry excuse me um Actually, you know, I was talking this evening to one of the people that was going to come to the Ralph who ended up, I think I said recently, that him and his partner, um, both of whom were going to come, ultimately could no longer hold out and, you know, made the decision to go somewhere else. And then a few weeks later, we had our certainty and, um, you know, it was all a bit sad, really. But um, they're good friends of mine from from long time, right, which is partly why they were going to come because i know that they would have been great um so yeah i was talking to him this evening he actually uh, reached out to me because um they're doing they're doing a little venture of their own um and they need a website and uh, they were trying to figure out you know what to do about that um and it's interesting because you know it's the sort of thing that people like them definitely have the capability of doing it themselves um nowadays you can set up websites yourself very very easily and you know i I don't have any technical training but i basically self-taught um and so have millions of other people right (laughs) so you know but when you've never done it before you you kind of think it's probably a bigger deal than it is and then sometimes these things just boil down to time right people have the intelligence and the um capability of figuring out how to do it it's just they don't want feel like they can justify putting in the time which is not an unreasonable thing and if you have the means to pay someone else to do it maybe you decide that that's what you want to do right and these are the decisions that we all have to make um but also you know like it depends on your personal affluence and your your attitude i suppose um if it takes you three hours to sort out your own website what else are you going to be doing in those three hours if you were going to be sat in front of the tv then do it yourself do the website but if you're going to be using those three hours to do something else that you consider to be more important i don't know maybe you consider sitting in front of the tv to be more important but um yeah so anyway i you know i just talked them through the options basically and left it to them in the sense that i think they're going to try and set up their own uh website and um see how it goes i'm pretty sure they'll sort it out no problem but um yeah it certainly would have helped if they had uh, hung on for the ralph a bit longer but anyway um so yeah all good really so next week uh will be a lot more recruitment stuff and um yeah everything else um cool well i hope you have a wicked weekend um it's mother's day on sunday so Leila and I are going to take my mum out off uh, for dinner tomorrow evening after we finish at our event. So that would be nice. Um, she always enjoys those dinners and uh, has a real soft spot for Layla, um, which is wonderful. I've been trying to take my mum out for dinner every few weeks for years and generally we managed it. There were times when we went through months because mostly my fault I was working or whatever, but um, 
certainly in the last year or so we've really tried to maintain a rhythm of every three weeks if we can um and yeah it's uh it's great so cool well wonderful thank you um as always for listening and um i think we're sort of starting to approach more and more times when you know it'll be um good times in terms of being able to share a lot more about the ralph both on in audio but also blogs and social media and all of that stuff is going to really start from 1st of April I think well okay maybe not the 1st of April but from early April and um, it's been a long time coming so (laughs) there'll be a lot um, a lot to do but um, yeah it'll be good it'll be good to be able to get out to the public again as it were and let people know the Ralph didn't go away (laughs) it just took us a while um, because I know some people thought we'd given up or something but um, hey they don't know how we roll right so Wicked. All right. Well, look, um, fantastic. Take care. I will catch you soon. In the meantime, as always, take chances, be compassionate, live in a beautiful state, have a pure heart and get your hands dirty. Cheers. Bye bye.